0: I'm Shane.
1: And this is what comes next, a podcast about what happens after you came out as the transgenders.
0: Mm-hmm. That's about right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And today we're gonna talk about hormones.
1: We're gonna talk about hormones because hormones are a uh a fickle beast. <laughs> as Truly. They
0: say. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And hormones are a thing that some trans people go on.
1: Yeah, and... some. You don't have to go on hormones to be trans.
0: No, but you can you know? if you want.
1: But you can if you want.
0: Sometimes. Um, we tra- both uh, want.
1: Yeah, we both wanted. And we both continue to want, I believe. Yeah. I'm speaking for you right yeah. now. I hope that's okay. Yeah. But anyway, I, I think we should just like, get into it and start talking about it. Okay. So when did you first hear about them?
0: Oh, um. so when I, when I came out... Or when I was doing research about trans people I became aware of like trans masculine people by doing research about top surgery after I saw a documentary with someone who had top surgery yeah
1: I remember you telling me that
0: and then I found someone like online who had top surgery who mm-hmm. was a non-binary person who had top surgery and then went on hormones
1: mm-hmm. and I was
0: like oh what is this
1: mm-hmm. so when how old were you
0: um this was like four years ago
1: okay yeah so, so you're 20 yeah 20
0: 20 and a half.
1: Yeah, and that's when you found out that hormones even existed.
0: Yeah. Hormones for trans people, yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Um, like my only experience with hormones prior to like just recently was like, I remember I had a really bad acne growing up, so like I remember uh, like Accutane was a big thing, and I remember having a conversation with my mom about like how hormones, like she's like, oh, that messes with your hormones, and you should never do that. Mm. That's like that's like not natural. And she just that was just her like she she like didn't do a lot of research on it. But like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like that's sort of the motherly thing to say. It's like if you don't don't necessarily mess with something, if, if you're not too sure about it, if you're like you, it's going to stunt your growth or mm. whatever it, it's going to be, you know. But I didn't know about hormones for like transgender like health until like maybe about a year before I, like, came out, mm-hmm. like, I stumbled on it, it was, um, like, I was looking at before and afters on Reddit, Trans Timelines, yeah. and I was like, wait, how did that, how did that happen, you know, like, how did they look so, like, I'm like, what surgeries yeah. did they do to look like that, that must have been, like, so much hair removal and all this kind of stuff in my head, like, I didn't know what it was, and then I found out that, like, it was, like, HRT, I'm like, what is HRT, and I learned, and then I was like, wait, that is, awesome yeah yeah that's
0: how i felt too as soon as i saw that someone could take hormones and then they like their their face and their bodies would change i was like oh that's like something that like makes sense to me yeah like that's something i want and then i was like why yeah i like had to like dig into like why does that make me feel good the thought of going on on testosterone
1: exactly yeah and that's sort of why it took me so long to decide if i wanted to um go on them as well. But it's so funny how like I wanted those changes for so long Mm -hmm. because anytime I would go through my first puberty, I would like be like, oh my shoulders are too big or like I hated my facial hair. I hated my body hair and all this kind of stuff. And I just thought I, I I couldn't do anything about it. When I found out that there was like these magical pills or injection that I can do. And I remember seeing like a little chart and it showed me like all the things that it would change. And I was like, I want all of those.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you have yeah. a question
1: for me? I'm sorry, I, didn't, I yeah. don't need to talk too much.
0: You don't apologize. Um, so before you went on hormones, mm-hmm. what were you hoping would happen when you went on them?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Cause I was I was gonna ask a question that's similar to that. So it was like after I found out about hormones, what I was hoping to happen.
0: Yeah, or like when you were anticipating going on them, like what were you yeah. hoping? Yeah, okay, cool. Cause
1: that my question was how did you picture yourself after being on them for a while, like, okay. what did you expect yourself to look, okay. you know? For me, it was, there was this one before and after that I saw on Reddit and this it was like this trans woman that she was like a like a military weight like big beard and all this kind of stuff. And then she had like this absolutely gorgeous face and she was so cute, but then she was also kind of like buff. And I was like, wait, I could be like that. If I wanted like the perfect image of who I wanted to be, it was like immediately all my body hair goes away because I was like my number one cause of dysphoria because I was a little hairy boy. I wanted all that to go away and I wanted to have like beautiful, like long hair and like this cute little body and dresses and then immediately know how to do makeup. And that was sort of sort of what I expected. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was hoping for all of those kind of things and like sort of just have my body like be proportionate and all that kind of stuff, be able to fit into a dress and not look awkward or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know? What about yeah. you?
0: One of the the main reasons why I wanted to go on testosterone is because I wanted my body shape to change. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I wasn't sure how I felt about facial hair and body hair, which now is, like, one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was always really jealous of my brother and what he looked like. Like, he's skinny and he has, but he has, like, broader shoulders and he has, like, muscles without working for them.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I was, like, super jealous. Um, and that's what I wanted.
1: Yeah. 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 No, I totally get that. Mm -hmm. Because I was the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. I was like, why do I look so muscular? Mm -hmm. You know? Was there ever a point where, like, in your life, I know this has to do with hormones, but in your life where, like, you're like, okay, I'm just going to accept this. Like, I started trying to work out because I was like, okay, if I can't be what I want to be, I might as well just, like, look the best in the type of body Mm -hmm. I have now kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Never happened to you? No.
0: No, I always was trying to change my body. Like, I... Mm -hmm. Um, I ran a lot. I didn't eat a lot because being like thinner and losing weight made me feel more androgynous. And yeah. I didn't at first I didn't realize why I wanted to feel like that. But I mm-hmm. recognized that I, now that it was dysphoria. Yeah. Um, but I always just wanted to like be as skinny as possible because like going through puberty made my body change in a way that made me really uncomfortable and like made my body more curvy. Mm-hmm. Um, and people like noticed it and like that made me so uncomfortable. And again, I didn't realize why. Yeah. Um, and now I now I do.
1: Yeah. Was there any specific like places like on the internet or like TV where you did research? Were you like, okay, uh, hormones look like something I wanna do, but I wanna know about it, you know? Cause I know mm-hmm. you. You're, you, you like yeah. to look things up, oh, you yeah. know? And I'm very much the same way. Like yeah. I like to do my research yeah. before I do something.
0: I watched a ton of YouTube videos of people do like one month on hormones, three months on hormones, Mm -hmm. six months on hormones, one year. Yeah, And I would see like how they changed and it was super, I was like, oh my God that, Mm -hmm. and I saw like what changes they were going through. And of course, like I felt like I, when I was actually on hormones, my changes happened a lot slower than a lot, than some people, which was frustrating, but also, yeah. But, and also I did a lot of research on Reddit. I feel like Reddit is like a good place to find, mm-hmm. to get like, at least anecdotal information. Yeah. There's some
1: good like subreddits for yeah. that stuff. Yeah. There's yeah. some that are like, you know, not the greatest, mm-hmm. but there's some that are really helpful. Like uh, people have compiled information. Like yep. I'll never forget. There was like a chart that I found. Like it was, um, it would show like five years mm-hmm. in total And then it would show you, like, you know, the first year will be onset changes, and then this is when the big changes will happen, Mm -hmm. and then this is when, like, there'll be, like, later changes. I saw that
0: same thing, but for, like, for going on to testosterone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, so uh, now my question is, what were the first changes you actually noticed?
1: Ooh, okay, so I have that question as well. (laughs) Okay. So, first changes that I will say that I noticed right away, because obviously there wasn't much... So for me, when I first started hormones, I like my body did not want to take the hormones right away. Like, I guess I I either had a lot of testosterone or like my body would like fight it off. But my estrogen levels weren't very high. They were sort of like a half of what they should have been for the first like three months. But the first things that I noticed physically were like my smell, sense of smell was better.
0: Oh, which was weird. That's that is weird. That's interesting,
1: right? Like I felt like I could smell better. Like I smelt, I you know what it is. I think it's a combination of two things. I smelt differently. Like I didn't like s- like sweat as much bo and stuff. So I think that like opened up my nostrils, I guess, mm-hmm. towards other smells. So I was able to smell guys more, you know, or like just just like bodies more i guess the reason why i don't smell girls as much is because we generally have like more perfume and things like that that's generalizing but you get the idea yeah and other than that it was like my like skin changed it was like a little bit softer okay um and then like a little little bit of swelling behind the nipple okay and that was it that was like pretty much it like i didn't really get much for the first like three months what about you
0: Okay, so you actually reminded me of something that I, I, I forgot that changed. I smell different, mm-hmm. and I sweat a lot more. Yeah. Like, I've never been a sweaty person, and I'm still not a super sweaty person, but I definitely get more sweaty than I did before. Yeah. Um, and I, my face gets a lot greasier. hmm And my skin, like, got a little bit rougher, I think, in texture. Yeah. My libido went up a lot.
1: Mine went completely down. Yeah, because for I the, had
0: like no libido before.
1: I had like a pretty healthy libido mm-hmm. before. And then as soon as I started hormones, like for the first like, I want to say like six months, I didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. I loved it because I was like, I can get stuff done. I was <laughs> like, like, I'm gonna go food shopping. I'm gonna go like do the laundry. Like it was great. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about this stuff, you know? Laundry. Yeah, but I think it also Finally be, I can
0: do laundry. Right? Yeah.
1: It was that was the reason why. If you're horny all the time, you can't do yeah. laundry. That's how it works.
0: Okay. I don't know. I did do laundry, but I also like was <laughs> the opposite. Like I was just horny all the time. Yeah. And I was like, what because I thought I was asexual before Yeah. I went on hormones. I was like, I don't care and um I'm I mean I'm definitely not asexual. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. And also bottom growth was was that immediate it was it was pretty immediate yeah really? which is pretty common like that's usually one of the first changes people experience.
1: was it was it like you got the growth and then it kind of stayed or was it one of those things where it's like okay i'm i'm noticing it like for me like for my for my chest it was like i felt like all of a sudden like you know like mm-hmm. a kind of swellness behind it and it was like a little it almost felt like a little like ping pong ball behind my nipple and then, like, over time, it would kind of grow, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Was it sort of like it was, that? It
0: was similar in that it was gradual. Like, mm-hmm. the first year, I think you notice the most growth, but then it's still been like slow since then. Mm-hmm. It, it mostly stopped after two years, but sometimes still a little notice changes. Yeah. But it was gradual the first year with mm-hmm. like little growth spurts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. But it did... was
0: definitely the first one of the first. It was like within the first week, I noticed a difference.
1: Yeah. yeah. When, when did you start noticing your voice changing oh that was was, it was it was it like because i know for some people Mm -hmm. if you don't actively try to like kind of train yourself because what happens is like people don't realize like for me my voice did not change at all right like there was no medical help that helped me with my voice my voice is purely trained and to the point where i can't even do my old voice anymore Mm -hmm. you know um but how was it for you like did you do any type of voice training or was it just
0: It was – so I actually – that was also one of the first – within the first three months, um, like, I started hormones in August. By September, my voice was already changing. (laughs) Some people, it takes, like, up to a year for their voice to even change at all. Yeah. But my voice was also one of the first things that changed Mm -hmm. to the point where, like, people at work were asking, like, are you sick? Like, what's going on? Um, Yeah. I had, like, one coworker, like, she kept asking me. She was, like, what is going on with your voice? And I was, like, stop. Please stop. Yeah. It was Um, funny because
1: I was doing my voice training because – we both work in retail. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of customers. So I was doing my voice training before I came out mm-hmm. and before I started hormones. Because I was like, okay, I'm super dysphoric. I want to start hormones, but I can't do it yet. Right. So what can I do in the meantime? And that was one of the things I could do. It was like laser hair removal and like my voice. Mm-hmm. I had a very similar thing uh one of my coworkers came up to me and was like i noticed your voice is really high like what's going on And yeah. I was like, i'm just being happy yeah you know <laughs>
0: yeah. that's what i right. said to him and i just yeah. walked away i mean that is true yeah, yeah. but yeah. i my voice it kept getting deeper like it's still i still feel like my voice changes and i still feel like i'm settling into like figuring out like how to talk mm-hmm. and like some i used to try to force sort of for, force my voice lower or yeah. like speak in more of like a a chest voice yeah Mm-hmm. That was also, I think, me, like, trying to, like, force myself to sound more masculine. And now, like, I don't really care. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, For me, I I tried to, like, force my voice lower pre-coming mm-hmm. out because I wanted to, like, sound more. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's funny because I my, like, guy friends that I came out to, I was, like, telling them, like, oh, I'm, like, kind of worried about my voice because I, I don't know if I'll ever, like, pass in mm-hmm. quotes. And I remember one of my friends was like, no, y- you'll be fine. And I was yeah. like, "Wait, how do you know this?" Yeah. He's like, "Because like I can kind of tell that you kind of lower, you try to lower your voice anyway, mm-hmm. you know, because when you get happy, your voice gets like higher." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, interesting."
0: Yeah, and then the last thing that was, I got hairier, especially like on my legs, and that was like right away for you. It was within the first like six months. Yeah, my legs mm-hmm. got hairier and my stomach got hairier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my face, my face, I didn't get like any facial hair really besides like a little like bit of a mustache mm-hmm. within the first year and like now it's still like pretty like now it's i feel like it's finally picking up in like almost mm-hmm. three years
1: yeah so before going on hormones did you experience any gatekeeping at all
0: no because i did informed consent so i hold on yeah i
1: think we should say what gatekeeping is okay
0: just in case yeah well gatekeeping is when you experience barriers to access of medical care or medical treatment yeah um or any any sort of treatment yeah so
1: so you didn't consent so what is that so uh,
0: so there's there's two different routes that you can access hormones one of them is going to see a therapist getting a letter saying that you understand the effects of hormones and that a therapist deems you ready to go on hormones and then you go mm-hmm. to an endocr- endocrinologist and you can present them that letter and then they'll put you on hormones
1: i have a question for you yeah in that letter do they have to diagnose you with gender dysphoria
0: i believe they do
1: mm-hmm. um, i don't know i actually like i don't i'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure. sure that
0: they do yeah um, I know you have that to follow was, the like... w path or i don't i think that's how people say w path standards of care versus the world professional association of trans of trans health.
1: Yeah. I think it's um, something like that. Yeah. Or healthcare or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like um, And they have a standards of care that professional, medical professionals have to follow to yeah. deem you like, necess- to deem you, you know, that you're, mm-hmm. that you're allowed to go through certain steps, which is yeah. also like gatekeeping because mm-hmm. I mean, I think that people should just be able to access the healthcare that they want Yeah. Um, without having to, you know, see a therapist and have them deem you ready to access these steps. But I didn't do that. I didn't go see a therapist. I did see a therapist. Yeah. Um, I saw a couple of therapists and came out to them and talked about it. But I didn't have to have a therapist sign off on me being ready to access hormones. I did informed consent, which is basically you can go to an informed con- a healthcare clinic that allows you to basically see a doctor, sign off that you're informed on what hormones do, and mm. then they give you hormones. Yeah. That's what I did.
1: Yeah. So what was the timeline between like seeing your first therapist and were they specifically a gender therapist? So no?
0: the first therapist I came out to, I had been seeing her for like a couple years and she didn't react well. So I was like, bye-bye. Um, mm-hmm. and I dropped her. And then I started seeing, um, a therapist that was specifically a gender therapist. I don't think she, she wasn't like just a gender therapist. Yeah, she yeah, did yeah. other things, mm-hmm. but she was trained in like treating yeah. trans people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started seeing her for just a couple of months just to like talk it over and be like, this is how I'm feeling. Like, do you think yeah. that I'm, that, do you agree that I'm trans? Yeah. Um, And, and I started it's... seeing her while I was already in the process of like trying to get an appointment to the informed. Yeah. Um, Cause it takes a while. Clinic. Yeah. It took, but it, so I was very persistent I called the clinic that I go to still every single day, until I found like an opening for an appointment. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, maybe not every day, but I remember I, w- I would like spend my lunch breaks like calling, like sitting on hold waiting to to talk to them to see if they had an opening. So it really only took me like th- two or three months to go from wanting to go on hormones to going on hormones.
1: <clears throat> wow. Did you come out? I know this isn't about hormones, but I'm curious. But mm-hmm. did you come out before starting hormones, or did you come mm-hmm. out after?
0: Well, to who?
1: <laughs> Both. So okay. We'll say we'll say friend we'll say friends and family first, and then we'll say like overall public, because normally it's generally like mm-hmm. you kind of do them at, like at two different times.
0: Um, I came out to my family before starting hormones, and I mm-hmm. came out to everyone else after.
1: How soon after?
0: Um, I came out in Nov. I started a hormone. So I came out to my family and like. In the springtime yeah. of this same year that I started hormones. I started hormones in August. And then I came out at work, I believe, in November after I started hormones.
1: Okay, so it was a bit. Yeah. Right? And I yeah.
0: didn't, like, I only came out to my family. And then I just came out to everyone else when after I started hormones. Yeah. Like, at the same time, I didn't really have, like, friends to come out to at that point. Yeah. um, It was mostly just, like, friends at work. And I came out to everyone at work at the same time. I don't think I told yeah. every- anyone at work beforehand.
1: Yeah. yeah. So for me, um, to go a little bit back, I... I did see a therapist. I was too afraid to see somebody in person. So I did like one of those online chat gender therapist people. And I don't remember what their name was or anything like that, but they were absolutely garbage. Like they were terrible. Mine was
0: bad too. They were like, it was
1: just, it was just not a good experience. So I like looked up on like a website, anybody that was like dealt with trans, you know, uh, like issues and all that kind of stuff as a therapist in my area, and I found someone that was literally in the same town as me, like, a block away. Oh, wow. So I was like, all right, I might as well give it a try, you know? And she seemed younger. Like, she seemed like she was, like, you know, under the age of, like, you know, like, 50. So I figured, like, worse comes to worse, they're young enough that they they might have a little bit more exposure to it. it doesn't really matter, because now I've learned that, like, you can be whatever age, you yeah. know? Because I've, like, my aunt didn't understand anything, but my grandma was, was amazing with it, mm. so... And then I was thinking I need to get this letter and all this kind of stuff. And then I found out about an informed uh, consent clinic in New York City because I was yeah. speaking to somebody on like Tumblr. And I was like, how did you do it? Like you live in New York. Like, how did you get hormones? And she was just like, I went to this place called Colin Lord, um, but they're super busy. So mm-hmm. you should try this other place that my friend goes to called Apache And I was like, OK, I'll give it a try. And they're super busy. Both of them are super busy yep. because like I feel like every hel- every place should have this, but they don't. Right. Um, but they had a like monthly uh what is the thing where you like uh
0: Weren- weren't were they like educational sessions or open houses? Basically, something like yeah, that? it was sort
1: of like an open house. And yeah. like you would come in and it was sort of like uh this is what we do, this is what it's about, blah, blah, blah. And you had to mm-hmm. do that. So I did that. And then they booked all of us appointments. I just remember all of us sitting in like that room We're all like super nervous, you know? That's so
0: cute. Um,
1: like one tried to like ask if like, I wanted to get a drink afterwards. I'm like, I am too nervous now. You know, I was like, I need to go home. Yeah
0: that must have been such an experience though like sitting in a room with other trans people who are like not on hormones yet like wanting to go on hormones all we want i'm a little bit jealous of that i think that's like it was a weird it was a weird
1: situation because like there were some people that are like i just want to start now like i already know i've been waiting years and i'm just like oh it's been a bit for me but like i've always you know and like some people were like how do i get on them without my parents knowing Mm. i need to like not use their health insurance and like i'm only like this age or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it was a different experience, definitely. Like, it was cool, but it was also, like, super scary for all of us because we're all, like, no one knew at yeah. that time for me.
0: Yeah, I was only... This actually brings up another question. I want to address something first. I didn't, like, go on hormones. I, like, I wasn't like, oh, I, I think hormones would be good. Like, I'm going to go on them and just the doctor gave me a form to sign off on. Like, mm-hmm. I did a lot of, like, reflection, like, self-reflection. Yeah. Um, the therapist that I saw, the gender therapist, didn't really help me, but I think she was a way for my mom and my grandma to, like, understand that this was, like, yeah. an actual thing and not just, like, mm-hmm. a fa- My mom was really worried it was a phase. Yeah. Um. But... I was a little worried that I was going to regret it once I went on hormones, but mm-hmm. like not really because I felt like I, I go by gut feeling a lot. And like mm-hmm. I felt like in my gut that it was the right thing to do. Yeah. Were you like. Super, yeah. So so yeah. like
1: me coming out to my mom, I already told her that I already had my first chat mm-hmm. therapy and then I was going to see a new therapist. Um, And by that time, she already knew that I was like, I do a lot of research. This is how I am. Even if I'm, like, buying shoes, I do a ton of research just to figure out what mm-hmm. kind of shoes I want. So she kind of, like, didn't really need any, like, is this a phase kind of thing? She was like, I get it. Like, you took 25 years to tell me this. I get it, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm very thankful for that because that is not normally the, the mm-hmm. norm in this case, um, which is unfortunate. But so I had a date set with the doctor, but then something happened and he had to push it back a month. And it, like, put me in this, like, spiraling depression. Mm -hmm. So that was sort of, like, a moment in my life where I was like, okay, if there was any doubt, you know, the fact that I got so close to something and then they just took it away from me. Yeah. And I I have this feeling. That sort of, like, reassured me that, like, no, this is something I want because Mm -hmm. I'm willing to wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there was, like, a little bit. But I just remembered, my like, telling myself, like, I could stop at any time. Yeah. But the fact that I didn't have to stop, I was just like, "Oh no, this is perfect." Yeah,
0: yeah that's that's how it was for me. Whereas, like, I was evaluating all the changes as I started experiencing them, and I was like, "Does this feel right?" Yeah, and the answer was yes. And then the fear of like if I couldn't like get my prescription, um, mm. and like maybe experiencing like reverting the changes reverting themselves, yeah. um, was like. Frightening to me. So I realized like this is right.
1: Yeah. And like like to me, it it was sort of like the only thing I can think of like that's sort of like is it's like going to like a party or going to like off to like college or Mm -hmm. something like that. We were like, I could leave at any time. Mm -hmm. I can, you know. So if I don't like it, I can go, but I fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. It just it wasn't like a major thing. You know? Were there any unexpected changes? Like things that you just you didn't do any research on and all of a sudden you're like, oh wait. That's mm-hmm. different.
0: Um I did pretty extensive research so I most of the experience the changes I experienced I expected. I think the the main change that I experienced that I didn't expect was like just feeling like a person, like feeling like yeah, way more mentally stable because like now I have like friends and I'm in a relationship and I feel like I can stand up for myself and like I have a future like before mm-hmm. hormones I didn't like I really didn't have a social life. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my future. I was like emotionally unstable. And like the first year on hormones, I was still pretty unstable because like you're mm-hmm. going through puberty and like that's normal. Yeah. But now like, I just feel like I can make decision like rational decisions and like, yeah, I just yeah. like, I have mental capabilities that I didn't have before.
1: That's so interesting. Cause like for me, I I had a pretty like, like okay life before starting mm-hmm. and that was sort of the thing that I was worried about I was going to lose like you know like I played music I was in a band mm-hmm. I had a whole bunch of friends I was dating girls and like I had a good job and I was afraid that I was going to lose all of them for some reason in my head I thought that I had to give up all of those things in order to be happy mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to have friends I wouldn't be in the band I wouldn't be able to be interested in the things I was interested in but um yeah Anyway, the unexpected changes that I had on hormones, because that's this is a hormones podcast. I forgot to mention that is this is a little bit TMI, but whatever. We everybody knows this at this point. So soon after I uh, I started hormones, I told you like I could smell better and like I had a different smell and all this kind of stuff. I started smelling feminine in my mm-hmm. lower area, and I was extremely like taken aback by that you know because like my experience with that was like the girlfriends that i had in the past so all of a sudden i get like this rush of like oh my god i'm this this is happening you know what i mean so that was weird did Another, you like it yeah okay. no it was like super validating for <laughs> okay. me like but it was it was also sort of weird because right. it was like wow now i gotta make sure i clean down there because that does not mm. smell nice you know what i mean like mm. it was uh definitely um Somebody cooking fish, you know, like that kind of thing, you know, Um, (laughs) the other thing that I, that I didn't expect to happen was my fingers became slimmer. Oh, I did not expect that. My fingers were slimmer. Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, my, I don't remember my pinky being that small.
0: That's really interesting. It was
1: such a weird thing. And like, I lost an inch in height,
0: which I didn't expect. Mm -hmm. I think I grew, but no one else does. I think I agree though.
1: Did did you measure yourself? No. Oh, you should probably you should have probably done that. No. I I wish I like measured myself. Exactly. I don't want to
0: measure myself because I want the illusion that even if I didn't grow, I want the illusion that I yeah,
1: did. you're like I did do yeah. it. I don't care what yeah. you say. Yeah, it could I have been posture, heart, man. Yeah,
0: it could have been posture and muscles. But
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. That's well, but mine was. I think from what I've understand, it's actually from the muscles mm-hmm. inside my plates or something. Yeah. I don't know. You know more about that stuff than I do, but. I lost a lot of muscle, Mm -hmm. like a ton of muscle. Cause that was, I would say within the first like year, I lost like so much muscle in my back and in my shoulders. Mm -hmm. And like, I actually kept it in my legs, surprisingly. It was mainly like my upper body just like shrunk up. And I think that's where the height came from. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I actually, you just reminded me, I grew out of like all of my shirts Mm -hmm. within the first, like, I mean, I was working out, um, yeah. and lifting a lot, but I, I, um, within the first six months, I, like, my shoulders, like, got so much bigger. Yeah. 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 Like, people were noticing at work. Like, mm-hmm. they were like, wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I'm sure there were other unexpected changes. I didn't expect myself to be more, like, I didn't expect myself to change that much emotionally, you know, or anything like that, but my, My sexuality, I want to say,
0: basically stayed the same,
1: (laughs) but I am more interested. And I think it because of the fact that I'm more comfortable with myself more, you know, because that's the thing that a lot of people don't Mm -hmm. realize is like, yeah, hormones might change something, but it's not necessarily the hormones that are changing. It's just the fact that you're more comfortable in your body, that you're more willing to do things. Like, I wasn't really willing to be with a man. Mm hmm. Prior to transitioning, because I felt like I was ugly and I wouldn't want... I didn't want to, like, be like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or be be with someone as a man. For some reason, it just didn't seem mm-hmm. right to me for myself, you know? Like, I find them attractive, but I wasn't attractive for them, so they shouldn't touch me mm-hmm. kind of thing. Okay. But now that I'm more comfortable in my body, I'm more willing to be with someone that's more masculine. Mm-hmm. Or, or because... Before, it was like, okay, the safe thing to do is to be in a, you know, quote, unquote, straight relationship as a man mm-hmm. because I my masculinity will not be, like, questioned, mm-hmm. basically, because you're a woman. And that is obviously, all of this is wrong, right. you know what I mean? But yeah. at that time, that's what I felt. So mm-hmm. now I'm more comfortable yeah with my sexuality so i feel like i'm more open to things but now i'm more Mm -hmm. open to being with men so that's something i want to explore more now Mm -hmm. you know
0: yeah that's interesting there's like a rumor that testosterone makes you gay which yeah i don't know why that's a rumor but it's funny because the only other time, like, I came out publicly as trans, but before that, the only other time I came out publicly was as, like, a gay woman. I didn't use the word lesbian because I was like, I'm not, I don't like that word. Yeah. Um, it didn't, but gay resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, like, right after that, I came out to my family as trans, which, but it was because um, I was always attracted to men, but I, ne- I could never see myself in a relationship with one, like, as a woman.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then after I came out, I was like, oh, like, I do like guys, but not but I, I wanted them to see me as a guy too. Yeah. Um so that's so it didn't it, testosterone didn't make me gay just made me more comfortable with myself to recognize that i could be in a relationship with yeah. an, another person of the same gender.
1: Could you ever see yourself with a woman? Now that you're more comfortable mm-hmm. with your masculinity? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think that's I, like i think mm-hmm. we're both in the same boat in that yeah. case, which is yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah. So the only thing with that, i'm open to being in a relationship with someone of an of a different gender? But I don't let I don't want s- cis straight people to perceive me as a straight guy. I'm af- like afraid of that. I'm afraid of losing my my um my queerness.
1: That's not how it works. You know that. I know that. I know. But it's
0: still it's it's like an irrational.
1: Yeah. Thing. No, I get yeah. it. It's like you know. It's there's a lot of like biphobia in our community. Yes, that, you know?
0: also that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like
1: it's like, oh, you're in a straight relationship right. because, you know, right. just because you're bi, right. you know. It's like, no, like they're still part of the community. Like mm-hmm. just because they're in a in a perceived straight relationship yeah. doesn't mean that yeah. things yeah, and
0: changed. Yeah. Even in the trans community, there's still so, there's still homophobia oh, and yeah. there's still biphobia. Yeah. yeah. There's
1: also like hetero uh yeah. heterophobia. Mm-hmm. I just think that's like it's like come on, like mm-hmm. we're trying to like stop hate here, you know. Right. And what are you doing? And is, now like, we have opposite. intercommunity hate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so I have go go go. Yeah, go, unless go. you have
0: another. No, 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 okay. go 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 go. Um, no. so I have because we've both been on. I think we've mentioned before, but our timelines are very similar. Yeah, we started hormones like within we have the a same lot of two or three months. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you ex- still experiencing changes?
1: uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that, like, so, okay, so this is interesting for me, right? So I started and my hormones were very low for the first three months. Then I went back to the, the to my um, my doctor and then my doctor's like, hey, I'm going to up your dosage to the highest dosage, right? And then a year into my transition, they're like, we're going to put you on, on injections because they're going to be better for you because your body's not taking as much. Soon as I started injections, I started getting way more changes. Like my my chest like went a whole cup size in like a few months and like i saw more like body changes and things like that yeah like it's 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 subtle now Mm -hmm. but that's sort of what i see now Mm -hmm. um what about you
0: yeah definitely Mm -hmm. i feel like because I mentioned that I felt like my change, I was really upset after my first year on hormones because I felt like usually a year on hormones is a big milestone for, for people and they're yeah. like, look how different I am. And I was like, I don't feel like I look that different. I'm just like gross and smelly and sweaty and I look like a baby <laughs> because a lot of people, a lot of people experience water retention like in their yeah, face, yeah, in their yeah, body yeah. Um, when they're on hormones and like... So like my one year on, on on tea, I was like, I look like a big puffy, sweaty, smelly baby, <laughs> and I'm gross, and what I don't <laughs> and like I'm this. Gross. Yeah. So the second year was went a lot better. Yeah. Um, and like my face slimmed out, and like my body changed more, and I got more hair, and like yeah. I'm still like the main changes that I'm experiencing now are like body shape, and because mm. that takes a while. Yeah. Um, I for some people, I'm just like. For some people like they look so different at a year yeah and like for other people like the body shape changes and um like facial hair take way longer like i'm still Mm -hmm. like finally growing mate like some semblance of a beard and a mustache yeah um and i feel i still feel like my body shape is changing a lot like i have a friend who said he didn't experience changes in his body shape until, like, three or four years. Yeah. So, like, that's what... Because that was going to be my next question for you, was, mm. like, what changes do you still look forward to? So, like, I'll answer my question first. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm still looking forward to, like, changes in my body shape and, like, growing more facial hair. Those mm-hmm. are my main... Yeah. um Still things I'm I'm looking forward to.
1: Yeah. Mine would be... Uh, I'm looking forward to body hair still. because I okay. think... So, what's been happening for me is, like, I had... Uh, FFS which Mm -hmm. is facial feminization surgery a year into my uh, hormones and then I had bottom surgery two years in so for people that don't know when you're on hormones and you're about to have a surgery primarily the doctor or the surgeon will tell you that you can't be on hormones for like a few weeks before Mm -hmm. and a few weeks after
0: yeah so it also depends on the surgeon yeah
1: it depends on the surgeon what you're getting done but it's sort of like the idea where like you don't want to have blood clots it's not that it's going to happen it's just like we don't want to take the risk Mm -hmm. so i think that affected me because i think what happened was my body suddenly shifted back and I got, like, a rush of testosterone or, a ru- uh, or like, a sudden change in hormones. So, like, I went a whole year and a half getting laser hair removal on my face. And then after my facial feminization surgery, a lot of that hair came back on my face. Mm-hmm. And then when I get laser again, a few months later, a lot of it, came like, left again. So it was like it, it, like I had, like, a sudden, like, growth in mm-hmm. hair because of that you know so i felt like my body has done a lot of like flip-flopping because of those surgeries you know mm-hmm. but um when i first started hormones like my my face has changed right like my like my face became rounder and like mm-hmm. my skin got better because of the the testosterone blockers that i was on um oh that's actually really important we should probably bring this up i was on uh spironolactone and that was my testosterone blockers mm-hmm. Um, and then I was also on estradiol, um, and that was the pills I was taking, mm-hmm. and I took that for a whole year. And then after facial feminization surgery, my FFS, that's when I started uh, my injections. I was still on spironlactone, uh, but like a, it wasn't as uh, big as dosage, and then I was on my injections as well. Because for me, estrogen could suppress, the type of estrogen I was taking could suppress the testosterone that i was that that i was i was producing in my Mm -hmm. body so you only had to take one thing right you just take injections and that's it
0: yeah hormones yeah uh, take testosterone injections weekly um some i know some people go on like estrogen blockers but it's not Mm -hmm. common most people because testosterone is a stronger hormone yeah so generally if you take testosterone it, it can suppress the majority of your estrogen and you don't need the blockers
1: now i've heard in the past that if you take too much testosterone it could be converted to estrogen yeah, it
0: aromatizes true? into okay. yeah so that's why it's important to like carefully have your doctor carefully monitor your hormone levels yeah. and like to go for checkups every three to six months yeah so I that you can make sure with that. yeah because you can actually like ex- not experience changes if your dose is either too low or too high
1: yeah yeah. yeah, exactly. Which like, is like
0: something I was anxious about when I was first on hormones that mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like my changes aren't happening quick enough. Like I must be taking too much or too little. Yeah. Which is not like obviously not true. Well,
1: for me, yeah. it was that like mm-hmm. I was like my just my changes aren't happening. I must be taking too little. And it was true. Yeah. Like my 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 levels weren't at the level that I want to be. The other thing that a lot of people don't realize is that your levels, they're supposed to be at like puberty level because mm-hmm. that's what you're going through you know so it'll be a little bit higher than the average female of your age mm-hmm. if you're transitioning at a later age yep. you know so is there anything that you wanted to change that didn't and if there was um or if there is um how have you come to terms with it or are you going to actively
0: mm. try to change it that's a good question. Thank you. Um, I mean, I do still wish like my body shape would change a little bit more, but I'm sort of confident that it will, um, mm-hmm. just because I know other people who that takes a while. I ag- I'm short, mm-hmm. um, and I agonized over it for a while, but I'm I've come to terms with it now. Um, I my whole family is short, so like my brother's only a couple inches taller than I am, mm-hmm. and. You know, it'd be nice to be taller, but I also think that it's sort of like a Western standard of beauty to be a tall, you know, yeah. broad-shouldered man.
1: Mm. So
0: um, I don't want to conform to you know Western standards of yeah. of beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't, you know, I like, I don't mind being short. Yeah. Um, the The worst thing about being short, honestly, is just finding clothes that fit. Mm-hmm. Like I have to roll up my pants or hem them. Yeah. Um, and like, it's hard to find shirts that fit. But yeah. that's the like the biggest issue now that I have. Hmm. Um, I think that's that's mainly it. Um, I mean, like, people always have different things they want to change about their body and how they look. But I mm-hmm. I think there's a line between, like, mm-hmm. what is gender dysphoria and what is just, like, normal dissatisfaction.
1: I feel like that might even be another podcast in itself. Probably. Or, or like, yeah. part of another podcast. Yeah. Because that's that's something I have a lot of. Yeah, Like, that's something that I've been struggling with for the past year, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what is... Me having gender dysphoria yeah. and what is just and me not being Yeah, just being, being happy. a woman. Yeah. yeah, just being a woman. You yeah. know, in quotes, like how does, like, why do I feel this way, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know. But for me, like, some of the changes like that that I wished could happen was like I was okay. Like I was very blessed with the fact that like I don't have really big feet. I don't have really big hands. And I like you know I'm not extremely tall. Like I, when I started transitioning, I was I was five six, and now I'm five five. And so I'm very thankful. There's a lot of people that I know. Um, that are trans feminine and they like that's one of the big things like like your feet don't really shrink you know you don't really like it's not it's not very common that you're going to like be shorter or you're going to have like less broad shoulders you know but for me that's one of the things I would want to I, I would actually would want to change is my shoulders there I feel like they're very broad I sometimes when I'm in a dress I feel like I'm like a football player mm-hmm. in a dress like that's just how I felt and that's mainly me saying like okay like I have to come to terms to this mm-hmm. that's okay you know it's not a bad thing um and then there's also a part of me where I'm like okay what can I do so I want to um like basically proportion my body better where if I have wider hips my shoulders won't look as big because my body will be will be like kind of proportionate to itself yeah but that'll that'll come
0: I think also even trans people who are on hormones don't realize how long changes some changes can take. Yeah. Like seeing trans people and I'm I I'm mostly in like trans masculine circles, so that's what I'm judging. Um, but like seeing trans masculine people who are like a year on hormones versus five years, and mm-hmm. then even people who have been on hormones for five years, which is like ten or fifteen years, yeah, there's still like a huge jump. So yeah. It's just, it, I mean, it's just like going through puberty. My brother, who is a cis man, he looks way different now than he did even a couple years ago. Yeah. And he looks way different a couple years ago than he did when he was, like, just starting puberty. Yeah. So it's very like, true. The, yeah, the changes yeah. are so slow, and I think, like, we expect to, like, look like a man by three years on hormones, and, like, that's not necessarily true.
1: hmm So. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. I definitely agree with you.
0: I have a question. Sure. How do you feel about having to be on hormones your whole life?
1: Um, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. It was something that was sort of weird to me because, like, when I was younger, there was two things that I thought to myself. Um, and I'm, it, it was very problematic, obviously. Like, I'm not proud of these two things. But I said, there's no reason why anybody should have to get plastic surgery for, like, for cosmetic reasons. Oh, my reasons. God, I
0: felt like that, too. That's was, so like, funny.
1: And I was also saying to myself, like, oh, like... You know, there's no reason why anybody should be on medication for the whole life. They should try to always wean off of it. Those are my two things. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so smart for these things. Obviously, I look at it now and I'm like, I am yeah, so dumb, you yeah. know, uh, because I've completely gone against those things. Mm. But that actually helped me kind of come to terms that like, hey, girl, you could be wrong. Yeah. You know, that's OK. Yeah. You've learned from your mistakes in the past, you know, and your previous mm-hmm. Quote unquote morals, you know, that you have that make no sense, obviously. Now it's just like be happy. And like there's, there's like a misconception. I don't know if it's actually a misconception. Maybe it's true, but the life expectancy of a trans woman is generally lower than the average like cisgender woman.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: For whatever reason, I don't know what it is, but honestly, I'd rather die being happy. At this point, like I just want to die looking hot, you know, that's what (laughs) I care about at this point. I don't really (laughs) care about anything else, you know, Uh, obviously I do. But you know what I mean? Right. Like, I already overcame, like, my biggest fear in life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Taking hormones my whole entire life, that's okay. You know, yeah. because I don't think I'm going to stay on injections for my whole entire life. I think I'm probably going to go on, like, like pills when I get older mm-hmm. and, like, have it on a low dosage. Because at the end of the day, like, most women don't continue producing estrogen at a high rate that I am injecting myself mm-hmm. in now. So, mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's the same thing as, like, being on, like, you know, like, anti-depression me- medicine, mm-hmm. like, it's...
0: Yeah, or insulin.
1: Yeah, or insulin, exactly. It's yes. just, it's just something you yeah. gotta do. Like, I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know, what about you?
0: So, I know people that, um, like, don't like the fact that they have to, like, take shots, like, um, every week or every two weeks. Like, some people will get, you can get a pellet implanted, um, mm-hmm. like, in your um, glute mm-hmm. that releases hormones, and you have to get it replaced, like, every three or six months. But for me, I never was like, I like taking my shots every week. Like it's sort of like a reminder for me mm-hmm. of like, to be grateful for the fact that I have access to yeah. hormones and access to medical treatment easily. And like, I'm also sort of like a medical nerd and like, I like doing shots. Like I, I, yeah. I, I think it's cool. So mm-hmm. um, I don't mind it.
1: Is there anything that you would say to someone that hasn't started testosterone but they're, like, super scared of needles. Or not scared, but, like, maybe, like, mm-hmm. you know, just needles aren't their thing.
0: Yeah. So there's a couple things that I would say. Either mm-hmm. you'll... So there's <laughs> there's options. Like, you can go on gel.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: you don't necessarily have to give yourself injections. Yeah. There's also the... Like, everyone's scared of giving themselves a shot. Like, how could you not be scared of giving yourself a shot? Mm-hmm. Because the your whole life, a doctor has been doing it for you, or a nurse. Yeah. So... But you'll learn and it won't be so bad. Um, or you can probably find someone that will give you your shots. Like you can make a friend that will do it for mm-hmm. you. Or like I said, you can go on pellets too. Yeah. Like there's options. So
1: Cool.
0: Yeah. But there's yeah. always like it, it might be a good a good way for you to find community is by trying to find mm-hmm. someone else to do your shots for you and then you just make friends yeah. to do your shots for yeah. you. Yeah. I know
1: a lot of people that were doing injections are like it's just not feasible. But there also are like patches that you can do those are not the greatest like they'll still you'll still get results but like i've seen a lot of endocrinologists will do patches Mm -hmm. problem with those is they have to be on at all times you have to shower with them they fall off you have to like tape them to yourself Mm -hmm. and it's just and they're big and they're bulky you know yeah um
0: i've heard similar things about uh gel for testosterone mm -hmm. um it's toxic to animals and also, like, if you have a partner or, like, you live with other people and they touch you, mm-hmm. if it's not fully absorbed, they can it can get on them and they would experience the effects that obviously they don't want mm-hmm. if they don't experience gender dysphoria. Yeah. And I've also heard, this is could be a myth, but some people don't experience um as quick changes from gel as they do from injections. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I remember it's, somebody on YouTube mentioned that, like, the difference between... Being on pills and being on injections when you're trans feminine is, um, or when you're going through, e- taking estrogen, is like being in a sports car versus being in a sedan, but you're going from one point A to point B no matter what. You're still going to get to point B. It's just the way you're getting to it. I thought that was interesting, mm-hmm. you know? So that's, I think that kind of goes and plays off of what you were saying before, mm-hmm. where some people, it takes them five years to experience body changes, you mm-hmm. know? Some people get it right away. Yeah. And I think it just has to do with the way our bodies absorb the medication that we're taking. Mm-hmm. And it also depends on our bodies too, our genetics, yep. you know? Like, yeah. like, my chest is distinguished on genetics. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, I I can't change that, you yeah. know? So if I have a really small chest, I could always look into, like, you know, getting a breast augmentation mm-hmm. if I really want to, you know? Yeah. But I've seen, like, trans women that, like, have, like, little tiny breasts after, like, five years. And I've seen them have, like, gigantic mm-hmm. after, like, a year, yeah. you know? Like, it just, it just depends on yeah what you have, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah it's so independent um, and based on the individual and, like, your body. Like you said, I'm just going to repeat what you said. Uh, but I think it's also... That's why it's important to like see a doctor and make, and like, if you're not experiencing the changes that you're expecting, then you can talk to your doctor and it's either that your body is just slower in reaction to it and it's going to take you a while, or maybe your doctor is just not, like, they don't really know what they're doing. Cause that's definitely possible, especially if you live in an area without (laughs) as much access to trans-friendly healthcare and trans-competent healthcare. So it's important to like be an advocate for yourself. Like it's important to be an informed consumer of anything yeah. especially of your medical treatment and especially as a trans person mm-hmm. you need to you need to do your own research because a lot of the times like medical professors aren't professionals aren't informed yeah no it's true yeah, yeah, so you need I, to advocate for yourself i
1: asked like a like one of my like because i've gone through a couple like nurse practitioners and doctors because when you're that's the unfortunate part of a of a, of a informed consent clinic is you generally don't get the same doctor like the whole time Mm -hmm. there's doctors that go in and out of that place a lot so i um like i asked him a question about like a certain thing and they're like honestly we don't know there's not enough research on it Mm -hmm. you know yeah Mm -hmm. so i have another question for you if you can go back in time would you have started sooner and (laughs) if so when would that be
0: yes i mean Yeah. yeah I would have, I wish I would have started so I didn't have to go through the fr- like if you go on hormone blockers when you're a teenager and then you just go right on testosterone as a transmasculine person, mm-hmm. then you wouldn't have had to have, I wouldn't have had a top surgery Yeah. because my chest wouldn't have ever have developed.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: like, maybe I would have grown a little bit taller mm-hmm. um, and maybe like other characteristics that I have would have been more masculine from the start.
1: Mm-hmm. So let me yeah. rephrase my question again. Okay. Cause I, like, I agree. I'm the same way, right? I like if 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 it was a better environment, I would have done it as well pre puberty. But you and I we went through puberty, we waited a bit, and then we came out and then we started hormones, Mm -hmm. right? So after puberty, is there any time between then and when you started hormones where you wish you could where you could have gone back and done it before? Like for me, I wish I would have done it, like right out of high school. It was a perfect time for me. I was kind of going between jobs. I was going between schools. Mm -hmm. It would have been a great time for me. I was between like relationships and all this kind of stuff. And I, and it came up too, like in my mind, like I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. But then I started talking to this one other like girl that I was talking to. And I decided, you know what, if this relationship doesn't work out, then I'll revisit it. Okay. That was my thought process in my head. I was like, I can, if I can make this work, Maybe this will be my sign. But yeah, so mine yes. was then.
0: Okay. Okay. So that's a great question. Um, ignoring the fact that I think coming out in my high school as a trans person would have been like a terrible experience and I would have been bullied a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I could have come out or I wish I could have gone on hormones my senior year of high school and gone to college like as as a trans masculine person because I mm-hmm. think that my college experience would have been a lot better. Um, I have a lot of like things I wish I could have changed about my college experience. And while it turned out okay, I think it would have been nice to, like, go, like, been able... I had a really bad, like, roommate experience, like, multiple roommate experiences. Mm -hmm. And I think it would have been really nice to be able to, like, have a more normal experience and, like, dorm with guys. Yeah. I think that would have been, like, really fun, and I'm sort of upset that I didn't get to go through that. But, I mean, trans people have that experience of, like, wishing they could have gone through the same experiences as their cis peers would have gone through. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would have been nice to go through colleges like... A masculine presenting person, Mm -hmm. and all of my because I did come out like my last two years of college. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So you have any questions for me at
0: all? No, that was all my questions. Yeah, that was mine
1: as well. Cool, cool. We did it. Awesome. Um. Anyway, so obviously we didn't go through all the things and all the changes that you can get on hormones. So um, there's a lot of resources. Mm -hmm. Um, the W path which we probably should do a link to.
0: Yeah, if we can, can do a link in the show notes. We're yeah. going to do a
1: show note link.
0: Yeah, that has a link to the standards of care. So if you want to know about like what medical, not barrier, I, sort of barriers, mm-hmm. what what you have to have so you can go through not just access to hormones, but access to surgery as well mm-hmm. as a trans person, it's good to be knowledgeable about that.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of other resources, and we'll probably try to find a couple and we'll put them in the... In the yeah. um in the show notes yeah, you, as well.
0: Yeah, you mentioned Callen Lord. They have great resources on their yeah. website about that. Um yeah. Yeah. might as well, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're fortunate because we live near a big city. Mm-hmm. And that's generally what it is. If you live near a big city, you could probably get hormones a lot easier, mm-hmm. which is the unfortunate truth, but that's the truth yeah. right now. Um but yeah, I would definitely recommend like looking up the changes and just just learning about it. I feel like yeah. everybody could learn from it even if you're not, you know, thinking about mm-hmm you know, using hormones or you're not trans at all. Yeah. I think it's a really helpful tool just to know, yeah. you know, what, what's going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: I wrote a, I have a website that I write stuff about trans stuff, mm-hmm. um, trans issues, and I wrote about access to hormones so we could link to that too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Perfect. I, I included a list of like different informed consent clinics.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, there's other places too. Like you can always call like trans lifeline as well, you know, cause I used to, um, to volunteer with them and like, They're also a support place. They're not Mm -hmm. just a, like, you know, like, hotline for if you're, like, going through a hard time. Like, you can just call them and say, I need resources, and they will help you find those resources, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But, yeah. If you have any other questions or anything like that, please let us know in social media. Mm -hmm. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Yeah. Okay.
0: We'll see you next time. See you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.